Good evening everyone, Joshin here and thank you so much for joining me. Kia ora, namaskar and greetings. So tonight I have a very special guest, her name is Mirabai and I invited her to come and speak to me on, on my podcast because she is very inspirational during the Ketan Academy course and I wanted her to share with, with you all some of her experience. So welcome Mirabai, thank you so much for joining me. Namaskar. Namaskar. And tell, tell the listeners where you're joining us from. I'm in Asheville, North Carolina, in the United States. And um, I'd like to ask you a little bit about your experience, your creative, your creative background. Okay. I can't remember when I first started liking singing, but I think when I was young in school and... I think it was my second grade teacher who wanted me to sing a solo in a program that the school put on. And so I did that and I really enjoyed it. And then I was at Girl Scouts and my Girl Scout leader liked my singing voice. And so she was always trying to get me to read the songs. I've been in choirs most of my life. Right now I'm in woman's song chorus in Asheville, which has been going for 33 years and we sing songs about social justice and spirituals and pop music and all kinds of songs mm -hmm. but of course we can't perform now but we're yeah. still meeting by Zoom. Yeah. And when I was in high school I took piano but I stopped those lessons because I was using my church's piano and um when I went to college, it just seemed like I had so many other studies to do. Yeah. And then I picked up guitar in the 60s, played for a few decades. But I, um, I've had some challenges with music, and probably I would have done more with it and would have... I, I was asked to audition for a singing group in high school. And I went to a few of the meetings about that and then I stopped. And I never could remember why I stopped, but upon reflection, I think it was because I just had a negative feeling about my singing voice. And that came I think from interactions with my father when I was a small girl and he would he would sing around the house. He when he was in high school especially he was in choirs and he was a tenor and he really enjoyed singing and he would criticize my voice. He would tell me I couldn't carry a tune. And so that made me feel like, mm. oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. I felt really bad about it. And yeah. I think that even though I had other people, my, my teachers, Girl Scout leader, and other people encouraging me, and, and they were saying I had a nice voice, the fact that my father was so critical and telling me all the time I couldn't sing, that really that really put a damper on my musical expression. Yes, I can understand that. And yes. then also 
in high school, my band teacher, or he wasn't my band teacher yet, but he was trying to get, this teacher was, pop band was trying to get students to play instruments. And I don't know why he chose me, but anyway, he did. And he wanted me to play the clarinet. Yeah. But my father, well, we were poor. And so I understand my father didn't want to buy a clarinet. He couldn't afford it. But the band teacher said, you know, we could rent one. But my father, he just thought it was a lot of nonsense. Um, I think something that wasn't practical. He's a plumber. He was a skilled tradesman. And he just was, I think, and also we were pretty poor, so he was thinking it wasn't a priority. But I really wish I had had the opportunity to, you know, to learn instruments as a child. Yes, can really understand that, you know, how, how that regret would be there. But it was amazing. You did get a lot of encouragement from other people, but I can understand it must have been difficult when your father is saying that to you I think a lot of people have experienced that kind of um, being put off by someone's comments usually someone in the family who close to you you tend to believe you carried on anyway in your own way you didn't have that opportunity to learn the clarinet but you have carried on with your singing yeah I have but um for many decades I didn't sing and it's just been since I moved to Asheville 11 years ago that I I heard about this chorus, this woman's chorus, and I joined, and it's been great. It's more than a chorus. It's like mm. it's like a village. I mean, pe- women support one another, and uh, besides the two concerts a year and other small concerts, we're like a big family, mm. and I do a lot of solos, and the women... I, I know I'm not perfect at all, but the women are not critical. They'll yeah. always find something good to say. Yeah. So that really helps. Absolutely. And you said it's been going for 33 years. Have you had the same choir master for that time, or have you had more than one? There have been three. We just got a new choir master two years ago yeah yes because that's a long time yeah yeah Yeah. it's brilliant that's so inspiring and so um I was going to ask you what is one inspiring thing that you're doing at the moment especially during this lockdown period well um I'm a co-author of a book tools to change the world which came out last year what was it what was the title of that uh Mirabai I couldn't hear that Tools to Change the World. Right. It's a book to familiarize people with Prout, which is progressive utilization theory, which is an alternative to capitalism and communism. It's a new system that will bring economic justice and social justice and harmony to um, our situation yeah. if we can get it implemented and level two is coming out so I just recently I'm not co-author of this one but I I wrote a chapter on gender inclusive language which I just submitted when is it coming out actually I'm not sure um Dada Maheshwarananda is is the author and he's 
he's gotten quite a few other people to submit content. Um, and he wants to have at least the first draft done by the end of the year. Yeah. Did you want to say anything about that? Well, I just, I went, I'll just say a little, I, I just went into some detail about how language shapes how we look at one another and the fact that for so long and still in, in many situations, the, if a gender is not known, we use the male gender. Mm -hmm. We say, we say him and his, you know, when there are women in a group or even sometimes if it's all women and, and that makes women invisible because, well, there was a study done and 80% of women don't feel included when the male, the masculine pronoun is used. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So traditionally, that has been the standard, but it's loosening up a bit. And recently, the Oxford Dictionary this year has taken out a lot of words that were used to describe women, which are very negative stereotypes, like wench and bitch and all these yeah. names that women have been called, which are are very subordinating and humiliating. humiliating. And yeah. just this year, in 2020, the OED has taken out a lot of these words, or if they've kept them in, they've labeled them as derogatory, which I find inspiring. Yeah, very good. Oh, that's fantastic. And I wanted to ask you, last thing I want to ask you is about you were with us in the Ketan Academy for that week and just a little bit about your experience. And you can be honest <laughs> about your experience or you can also talk about a Ketan experience that was inspiring for you in your life. Well, I really enjoyed the Ketan Academy. Uh, there was just a really positive, supportive atmosphere and I learned so much about the history of Kirtan, and I had no idea that there were different types of Kirtan. I, I didn't know about the kind of Kirtan that was started so many years ago in RAR, and so that was all very enlightening, and that when you play a Kirtan sequence before meditation, you would vary, it would be good to vary them uh, like a fast kirtan, a slower kirtan, and have the kirtans relate in some way. I just, I never even thought about that. Hmm. And, and so the way, and the way that people were um, responding to one another I thought was very positive and the um, the vo voice lessons that were given I thought those were were very good they were a little bit intellectual <laughs> but um, by Mitaba but for me I really loved it because I, mm -hmm. I like to know mm -hmm. about how sound is 
excuse mm -hmm. and you know how to make a better sound yes and to use all those cavities and mm. so i thought it was really really tech even though it was technical i really mm. really appreciated That's that very helpful wasn't it yes and the thing i appreciated most is that just your supportive um way of encouraging everybody um on that last day i didn't get to stay to do mine so i'm gonna submit an mp4 to you but the ones i heard i mean most of them were really great but then there were a couple of players that were really struggling and i was wondering <laughs> what you would say to that <laughs> and how you would say something supportive and helpful you know and and still be able to you know give them some advice and you were always able to do that you're always able to find some really positive things to say about the way they played kirtan and just put in a little bit here and there about how they could improve and i mean i was very impressed with that and i would really recommend anyone to take that at kirtan academy from you and it was just so splendid thank you so much yeah, it is amazing because you can find positive, positive qualities in everybody's kirtan. Absolutely. And there really was. There really was. I know some people were just starting out, some people really quite new to kirtan, but there were some really good qualities there in their kirtan. So that was really inspiring for me. Has Everybody has something to learn, everybody, and something to share. Mm. Yeah, so yes, thank you for that. I just wonder if you want to end up, if you have some ins some inspiring story you'd like to share with people regarding your own experience, own spiritual experience or ketone experience or anything like that. Well, I, I guess I can share one thing. This happened about, uh, I'm trying to think how many years ago, maybe five or six years ago hmm. when we were doing a kind of kirtan here mm. in Asheville at, mm. the, at the dome, at the, at the Promise Center. And I was, I was in center mm. going, around, going around the mandap. I was very close to Baba's picture and, and all the critiques and everything. And, and I was just doing kirtan and all of a sudden, I didn't, I couldn't feel anything. I didn't, I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't see anything. I was just like transfixed. And I was, I was only in that state for just a few moments. And then I came out, but it was just like, it was just like pure bliss. It was like everything was one. Everything was all right. Yeah. Yeah, I just felt at peace. And that happened um, a couple of other times during yeah. the time here. So, yeah. Yeah. I wish it happened more often, but it has happened. So that's, yeah. so that's great. I'm grateful for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the more we, more we work on our ketan, Hopefully it'll happen more often for more people. Well, your academy has inspired me to, to take up playing again. Mm -hmm. I'm trying I'm trying to 
relearn the piano because I, I gave up the guitar a few years ago. And again, it was because somebody told me I couldn't play guitar, um, this guitar teacher. And I played for so many years and I haven't progressed. So that's why I believed him. Um, and stringed instruments are more difficult for me. So I've taken up the piano again and I have a, a teacher. Yeah. So I'm hoping to go that route. Maybe someday I'll pick the guitar up again. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's really great. And it's so lovely to have that, isn't it? I know it's not portable. I know that. But there are other things too, like, you know, that, that are portable, keyboards that are portable. Well, I, I, have a key, I have a keyboard. Um, I can't afford to, to get a piano. I'd, re I'd rather have an acoustic piano, but they're, they're so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's wonderful. I'm glad. I'm ha really happy to hear that, that you have taken up the piano again and got a teacher. And I look forward to hearing your your MP MP3 when you send it to me. I look forward to hearing that very much. And, and thank you so much for joining us. It was really an honor to have you. And I look forward to seeing you again very soon, I hope. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your inviting me to be part of this. And let us know, um, let us do know when that, that chapter is published because maybe we could talk about it again. Okay. Thank you so much, Mirabai. Thank you. Okay. Namaskar. So, this interview with Mirabai really inspired me to sing the Ketan called Mermaid Song. Oh, <laughs> 